0: You're listening to Mike T Property Secrets Podcast, where we bring you the latest news, opinions, and insights on property investment and secrets to success in real estate affairs. Introducing your host, Mike T of Mike T Real Estates. Learn the secrets of some of real estate's top agents. It's property made easy with Mike T Property Secrets. G'day hey guys, I'm Mike T. Welcome to my show. Today, i have be a special guest. His name's Glenn Twiddle, he's regarded as Australia's best real estate coach and trainer, uh, he's also trained and mentored some of the finest real estate agents in this country and he's, through his marketing, he's also brought some celebrities out like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and I can tell you what, through, it's through his marketing, I've heard about him about two years it was up until early this year that I finally decided that I'm going to go to his training seminar in Sydney for three days and I'm so glad I did. So I'm going to introduce you to Glenn, good day Glenn. Mike, thanks for having me, my man. Uh, Thank you. Really appreciate you coming on to the show. Um,
1: Mate, after that intro, I'm pumped about what I'm going to say.
0: (laughs) uh, So good. So am I, actually. I can't believe I'm actually interviewing you. Um, And it was you that led me to this this stage, actually. So uh, through your contacts as well, and I really appreciate it. I wanted to ask you, Glenn, um, where are you now in your business? What exactly do you do uh, to help people?
1: Yeah, well, I guess, man, it's been a journey, but I mean, you can see, I'm over in Perth at the moment, um, and it's freezing, that's why I'm, I'm in an Eric Thomas hoodie, but even when I'm in a hoodie, oh, look at that, when you want to succeed, as bad as you want to breathe, so I'm always branded up, it's freezing <laughs> cold over here, so that's where I'm at, I'm in Perth, but um, I mean, business-wise, where I'm at is, I'm a, I grew up in Ipswich, I'm a bit of a, you know, um, a knockabout lad, as you can imagine, I mean, you can hear it in my voice, I haven't gotten polished at all, I'm sitting here in a hoodie, and, um, but... I'm amazed that what I've learned from, uh, about marketing, and what I've learned about these unique, I suppose, out-of-the-box skills that I now teach to real estate agents, but when I applied those skills in my own business, I get to live this life that most people dream of. I mean, you've caught me on a day, and I know it's weird, and, but literally a year ago, it was about 12 months ago when I worked with Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, backstage at that, he invited me to go to his house. So um, to play at his, he has a poker game with some mates. And this is what he said. He said, and Glenn, it's not um, professional poker players. It's just, and I quote, regular people like us. And I thought, dude, you have got a different definition of regular people like us than I do. But um, so I went last year to his poker game. And fuck me, I didn't get so drunk and out of control that I got on the re-invite list. So literally tonight I fly out to go to Arnold's house again for another another, uh, party. So, um, you know, to ask where I'm at in my life, it's, it just amazes me, literally, that a Bogan who grew up in Ipswich learned some marketing skills and, and these skills can be applicable to any business or, in fact, any successful uh, sales career in any way and the application of those skills that I didn't invent, I learned them as you're, you know, yep. learning, but well, you're learning those skills yourself, you're applying those skills yourself. I love how now through your show here you're teaching other people these very same skills um you know that what they've allowed me to accomplish in in my business and and you know fulfillment of i suppose personal goals like you know meeting arnold schwarzenegger it's just a dream come true man
0: oh fantastic um can you tell tell our listeners a bit about your upbringing where you're from as well too, uh glenn and you know
1: yeah yeah i, I guess um for what it's worth and it, whether it's of any interest it feels like it's pretty boring because I know many speakers, they have, a, you know, like a, like this guy, I'm wearing an Eric Thomas T-shirt. And Eric Thomas, um, he was homeless and a high school dropout and he went on to become a PhD. It took him 25 years to get his PhD. But he's got, a, you know, one of the most celebrated and famous speakers on the planet. If your listeners and your viewers should watch the, um, you know, Eric Thomas, just Google him and you'll see him. You know, a lot of these speakers I'm envious because they've got this upbringing story that is of note. And I suppose mine isn't that interesting. You know, I grew up in a place called Ipswich and for your viewers, you know, I know you're down in in, uh, in Sydney, so your viewers might have a Rudy Hill or a, 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 a I don't know what might be, a Parramatta or something, so that might be the Ipswich of Sydney. Yeah. You guys call them Westies, I believe. Man, I'm just a pretty normal Westie. I, I didn't have a bad upbringing. I had a great upbringing. My parents were cool. We owned a business, you know, my parents owned a shop, a little four-square store, you know, a corner store. So, man, I wish there was more drama about my upbringing, but I was just a kid who, you know, as a teenager, I suppose the one thing that's of note that might be of interest is in my upbringing, for whatever reason, I, maybe we all were at that age. You know, I'm 44 now, born in 72, so by the 80s, I was the biggest Arnold Schwarzenegger fan in the world. I had his photos and his pictures on the walls uh, I say that in past tense, that I had his photos and pictures on. Yep. I've still got his photos and pictures yeah. on the wall, only now they're personally signed oh, to God. Glenn, yeah. working with a man from Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, but, but to the point where I had, you know, Arnold and his bodybuilding photos and stuff up on my wall, on my bedroom wall, to the point where my mum questioned my sexuality because I've got, you know, clad men all over my walls. <laughs> that was how big a man I was. And so really, you know, when you think about that, millions of people, millions around the world would love to be on the list that I'm on where I'm going to Arnold. It's just there's not that many people, 40 people. There'd be millions of people who'd want to be going with me. Yeah. Dude, come with me next year, man. I'm taking four clients. I'm taking four of my clients because I said to Arnold last year, I said, can I bring any mates? And Arnold goes, you can bring as many as you like. Know, so, um, so I, I hit up the person who was there who was actually organising it because it, it also supports a charity. So it's, it's us hanging out and, you know, uh, you know, we chip in money to play poker and at the poker game, our buy-ins, Arnold doesn't want the money, it goes to charity. So um, the, I said to the lady, what does he mean when he says I can bring as many as I like? And she says, oh, look, let us know how many friends you've got who want to come and we'll see what we can fit in. So I'm taking four mates with me. So, dude, you're on the list, man. Um, so, uh, so I guess. Well, on that. Yeah, man. Please do, but um, it's like I said. There's four of my clients, and you know, again, you're one of them. So, bud, that's the first people I go to. Is I go to my clients because I don't want to share this shit or this, this stuff alone. <laughs> I want to want to pay my mates, you know, and uh, some of my best mates in this world have been my clients. So, yeah, I guess I'm a normal dude. Grew up in Ipswich, man, but uh, and I never knew anything about business. I never knew anything about business or sales or marketing or anything. But in 2000, end of 2000, start of 2001, I got into real estate and I started a now 15-year journey of learning through podcasts wow. like yours, through home study courses, through marketing seminars and all of that. And that learning of how to market a business, in your case, a real estate agency, in my case, a seminar and coaching business. I've now had lawyers come to me wanting my marketing help. I've had a church come to me wanting me to help build their congregation. I had Eric Thomas, who I mentioned before, E.T., one of the biggest speakers in the world. His manager calls me up and says, Eric wants you to come over and do a half-day talk with our team, just our staff, you know? So E.T.'s own company calls me up and I do a talk with E.T. sitting there listening, taking notes, listening to me. So, um, man, I'm living the life of my dreams. If you'd have said to me, out of the millions of kids who had Arnold Schwarzenegger posters on the wall, Who's going to be going and and hanging out? You know, like literally, you go to Arnold's house, it's not just an hour. We are there all day. We left at about midnight last year, you know. Um, And, and, you know, the odds are millions to one of who would like to do that versus who gets to do that. So my advice to any budding entrepreneur, person wanting to do better in their life or whatever, you know, if the odds are millions to one, someone's got to be the one. So why not you, you know? Either one.
0: <laughs> you know? Good, good. There you go. There's the story, man. Wish it was more interesting, but it's not. <laughs> no, well it is. So I, you know, we could be here for hours, but I've only got a limited time. But I wanted to it's ask you, um, have you had anything that's been really grueling to you? Big challenges that you've um, had that you've overcome?
1: No, no big ones, man. And that's pro- you know
0: what? The biggest challenge that I've had to overcome is my own
1: brain questioning? Did I need bigger challenges? Because the unfortunate thing is, most of this stuff has gone exactly to script. Once I started following good mentors, good coaches, listening to advice, I think the best thing that I ever had going for me was as a you know a dude who just grew up in Ipswich. And a lot of my mates come me the Bogan from Ipswich. You know, come good or whatever. But what that meant is I didn't have any experience, so I didn't question any of the advice that my mentors gave me. I just did it. So when I was told to do a listing presentation in order list real estate, I learned it off my heart and I didn't let my own brain get in the way. So, you know, when I think about all the successes I've had, it's been one success building and leading to another success. It didn't just start with hanging out with Richard Branson and Gary Vaynerchuk and, um, you know, we've got um, Kitty Flanagan we're working with soon and, uh, you know, we, we at my Christmas party last year, we had Warwick there you know so it didn't all start with that it started with with an event I did with the great John McGrath you know and I, I hired John McGrath said actually I begged John I couldn't really afford his fee at the time I said John man I want to do an event come help me out and John McGrath came and helped me out so John in our industry is an absolute celebrity so it started off there and I just built I thought well if I can get John McGrath I wonder who else and I started kind of chipping away and Eric Thomas was certainly the next level where I brought in a major American import And then when that worked out, I didn't go broke. I brought in, you know, I I went out on a limb big time, brought in Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then when that worked out, Richard Branson. And when that worked out, Gary Vaynerchuk, you know. And so I I, I suppose um, the biggest challenge that I've had is not going broke, not being homeless, not having that, um, you know, questioning. Do you need to have those things go on in your business before you can be successful? Because it's a shame that I can't. Give the guys a a, a, a a beautiful story about how I was bankrupt and I fought and I yeah. got it all back, and I've had a dream run. So you know what? Here's probably the quote: the biggest challenge I've had, and by by the standards of the people who've actually had challenges, I'm an embarrassment. You know, our mutual friend Chris Duncan. You know, he's in business and his yeah. best friend away. His best friend mentor just passed away. You know, these sorts of guys who've got real problems. Man, mine are literally just embarrassingly small but probably the biggest challenge for me is in business when you earn a dollar or when you earn ten thousand dollars or when you earn hundred thousand dollars know that that money sitting in your bank account isn't yours you know i sort of think okay if someone comes in with a hundred thousand dollars i've got a hundred thousand dollars but no you don't there are bills sometimes that need to be paid after the fact that resulted in that hundred thousand dollars being yep. earned portion of that $100,000 that's fixed expenses. There's a portion of that $100,000 that's variable expenses. Meaning, if you make two hundred, some of the expenses to make the money go up commensurately, like stock or whatever. Now, in different businesses, they have to buy more stock to make the revenue. There's tax. You know, you've got $100,000, whatever the profit left over is, whatever you deal with, a third of that goes in tax. So that's probably my biggest lesson is when I see a bank balance and I see my general account, my biggest challenge is the head trip stuff around when I have to, you know, have revenue come in of $30,000 and then bills come in of $30,000. I yeah. think, man, how is this? I'm turning over like $2 million a year in my business and I seem to be spending all of it to make the $2 million happen. So I know that's embarrassing as a challenge, but that's probably the biggest challenge I've ever had is the mindset around monetary uh, fiscal responsibility. I'm great at earning it, man. I am so good at putting more money into your top end that yeah. now my next challenge and lesson is learning how to manage the bottom line, because you know? okay. I've gone from three thousand a year gross to, like, just shy of $2 million, uh, over the last few years. So my ability to um, up the revenue is out of this world, and, many, and I pass those skills on to many online coaching clients like yourself, and then I leave it up to
0: you to get other mentors to teach you how to keep time. Yeah, no, good, good. Thanks, Glenn. Now I know you said you haven't had a lot of gruesome challenges. What advice would you give to those that have gone through some major challenges in their life?
1: Yeah, and without being able to speak from personal experience, what I often do is I tell guys to go to those people who've had them. So, like the mindset coaches, I've got four of them. I've got four mindset coaches just to keep me on track. You know, I mentioned Derek Thomas; he's one of them. Um, of course, Tony Robbins. I used to listen to so much Tony Robbins; it's not funny. You know, um, there's uh, Pat Masiti, you know, uh, our Australian legend mindset coach, Jenny Xavier. You know, and now that I've mentioned those four, there's probably a couple more. I mean, even my business coaches um, often are helping with how to think and how to kind of think about revenue, money, or whatever. So I would say those who've got real challenges and those really going through them, seeking help is not weakness, it's strength. Of course. understand the brain who understand the challenges you're going through and being doing whatever it takes to keep a positive mindset that's what you've got to do it's what we've all got to do and the two ways that you can be motivated are, are this some people are motivated by a reward strategy you if you get through this and you get to this little mini target whatever that mini milestone might be it might be a extra sales revenue or you know if any of your people are just in jobs it might be you know, meeting your weekly KPIs, oh whatever. They're they're motivated by a reward mentality. Meaning, meet the goal, get the reward. Meet the goal, get the reward. I mean, but off air, let's set some KPI targets for you. That you meet the goal, you get the Arnold Schwarzenegger trip next year. You know what I mean? You get to come with me. We go to Arnold's house. You know that, that. Some people that motivates. Now there are other people, and what your viewer has to do is has to figure out what motivates them. Yeah. So what might be uh, the motivating thing for your viewer might be that might be a reward motivation. It might be a punishment based motivation. What I mean by that is, I did this years ago. I've been a bit yo-yo-y like my weight. I'm going, I'm on a downward trend with my weight now, but I've hovered between uh, 99 kilos and 130 kilos for many, many years. And um, I got up to 130. I'm back down to 117 now. So I'm 13 down, I'm 17 sure. to go. I think. But um, years ago, when I first went down to 99 kilos... Um, I set a goal. I had to lose like 18 kilos, like about where I am now. And I set a goal that I wrote a check to a competitor of mine for $5,000 and if I didn't hit my goal, he was to bank it, take himself and go to Hawaii on my coin. Oh. So I shared that story with a bunch of my clients. Now, I actually really liked this competitor of mine. Yeah. I mean, geez, he's great. He got me to lose, you know, through no just by hearing him speak and by doing that challenge with me. Like he held the money, he held the cheque for $5,000 and if I didn't, he was told to bank it. So I forever am indebted uh, to, um, to Josh. But um, many of my guys, what they did was they wrote cheques to their most hated competitors, you know, their fiercest competitors and knowing that if they banked that cheque, that um, that would give them marketing funds with which to compete against them. So you know, um, so now it wasn't held with the competitor. You know, some other people held the checks that they trusted would a rip the check up if they made the goal, and b would send the check if they failed. You know, and um, and so you you can't believe the results, my guys. One hundred percent of the people who had a check based or a punishment based goal, like your competitor gets money or or whatever. of them reach their targets, all of them, including myself. So you just got to figure out for those people going through challenges what drives you to stay positive, to stay on focus, to do the things that need to be done on a given day. Is it reward or is it, and I'll tell you, it is a brave person who'll do that, write a check that you can't afford to lose for five grand to someone you don't like. Believe me, the pain of that will far exceed the pain of doing whatever it takes to meet your milestones.
0: Wow. Okay, good Well. Um hearing you, Glenn. You're saying you've had a really good run. You're living the dream. It's great to hear. But if you, if, if you were to start over from scratch today, uh, what is one thing that you would do?
1: Wow. You know what? I was asked on another podcast not so long back, um, if you saw your 18-year-old self, what advice would you give him?
0: Oh, okay. And I really
1: thought about it because it's the same question you're asking, what would you do different? Um, I wouldn't do a thing different. In fact, here's the thing, despite all the challenges. See, I might say, oh, my, what I'd do is I'd advise my younger self to get better money management skills or better business skills or do an MBA or whatever. But if I gave that advice to my younger self, what if it screwed something up that, that you know, it's like that thing. What if something down here, like in Back to the Future, what if one thing happened <laughs> wrong and it turned Biff into the casino whatever, <laughs> just one little thing? Of Marty trying to take the almanac back or whatever. So, you know what? Because I thought about myself. I thought if I went back and I saw my 18 year old self, I thought maybe I'd just go up to him and say, dude, dude, it's going to be awesome. Right? Just keep going. But but what if that reassurance of that younger self knowing the older self, he'd say, shit, you put on weight, dude. What happened there? Because at 18, I had a six pack, right? It's a, geez, man, you let yourself go. Um, but even if I said, it's all going to be good, just keep going. What if that confidence, stopped me from going through some things that hurt or allowed me to tolerate some of the pain of, you know, the little ups and downs of a real estate career. My advice was what if that pain was necessary to get me to live today? Like today, I fly to Arnold Schwarzenegger's house. You know, a couple of months ago, I hired Richard Branson to work in my business. You know what I mean? So I guess my question is I don't want to screw anything up. So, mate, there is not one thing I would do different, including I don't want to be more reassured. I wouldn't wish for less pain because I wouldn't want to do the butterfly effect where that one thing that was better back then resulted yeah. in today being, you know, the envy of, you know, and I don't do it because I'm the envy of everyone that, you know, would, I would have grown up with or whatever, but I'm the envy of my 16-year-old self. My 16-year-old self that was watching the Terminator and Commando and all yeah. that envious of me now getting to go and hang out with, with oh. the star of that show, my, my childhood idol. And then my adult idol, you know, a couple of months later working with Richard Branson, who's my adult entrepreneurial idol. And then a couple of months later again, working with Gary Vaynerchuk, my marketing idol. You yeah. know, I'm
0: a free man, I wouldn't change a thing. Well, here you go, Glenn. Um, since you hung out with uh, Arnold, what advice has he given you? Yeah, those rules. rules
1: of his. Yeah, I mean, you know what, you should... Check out um, check out the uh, the talk that he did, um, you know, for us. It's unbelievable. If someone wants to email me or something, they can. Just yeah. Facebook message me or something. I'll get them a copy of the talk. Um, and he's got these six rules that we had edited down into a nice five-minute, 10 minutes. I think a ten-minute summary of his uh, six rules for success. Um, and they're fantastic rules. And you can see that he's lived by those rules, um, you know, one of the big ones is ignoring the naysayers that no matter how, no matter what you do, you're not going to please anyone and there are going to be some people who don't like what you do And so, you need to be able to and it's hard for me I must say, it's hard for me to tune out uh, negative Nellies, you know who say, oh Twiddle, you're a dickhead or whatever. no, I get them, you know, everyone gets them Oprah Winfrey has haters frankly, none of us have got, them. No, have got them. so yeah, so I guess, you know yeah, you know, to, to follow Arnold's rules, I would be doing it disjustice to give you his rules now. I would say to, to your people, just find me and contact me, uh, and they'll be able to find me, right? If you Google Glenn Twiddle, Facebook me, or whatever, um, and I'll get him a copy of Arnold's rules and let the big guy himself uh, tell you um, t- tell you his
0: rules for success, and they're fantastic. Fantastic, and um, I I imagine you've got a lot of books in your collection. What's one nice. or two of them that really stand out that you'd recommend for uh, our listeners? All of them. You know what?
1: Um, see, there's the thing: is if someone was to ask me what the one key to success was, my one key that led to everything w- was what I just said. It's there's no one or two books. It's all of them. I became a lifelong learner in 2001, and I don't mean a student, as in what we learn at school. I was handed a copy of The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz, and I thought to myself as I was handed that, I rolled my eyes. I thought, Jesus, this is what Amway people read, literally. And there's nothing against the Amway organization, right? But Multi-level marketing people read books like Magic, Thinking, Bee, Think Can Grow Rich, et cetera, et cetera. And um, when I was handed that book, I, uh, you know, had been pitched with Amway for years and I, I, I kind of rolled my eyes. But I begrudgingly read it because I was in real estate and it was kind of a condition of our employment that we read those sorts of books. So we did. And it was that one thing. When I read that, I thought, oh, she's it's pretty good. And then I read Personality Plus and I, I read the classics, you know, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Think and Grow Rich, Magic and Thinking Big, Personality Plus, etc. all of those. And then that, that one thing led me to continually reading books, which I hated. Then when I found audio programs. Oh, man. <laughs> Audible is like, God. See, I, used to, I would rather have paid $2,000 for the audio program than $20 for the book just to avoid reading the books. When Audible came out and I can have Gary Vaynerchuk read his book to me while I'm in the car, Audible is the greatest thing I've ever seen. So what I would say is, bud, of course the classics, um, the marketing books then led me to the next level. But you know what I'm going to say to your people? Now, if your people are in any way related to marketing, right, or positioning as an expert kind of authority, what I would say is, guys, now, I've only just finished my book, so it's not out yet, but it will be soon. But guys, grab some training from someone like me who had, and I'm, I'm not saying this is a self-plug, but I'm saying oh, there I are people like this as well
0: too.
1: <laughs> yeah, who have disseminated thousands of hours of all of those books. And if you can get the dissemination of those books that's left with what to do to be successful, like that strategy I gave you of set either a goal or a punishment, set a KPI, and then work towards it based on what works best for you. See, that might have been four books worth of learning and three weeks worth of my time to read those books to come up with that goal setting and goal achieving formula that I've got. You know, Now, I gave you the very quick version of it, of course. But what I would say is, Being a constant, consistent, lifelong learner, start with some classics if you've never read anything, like Think and Grow Rich. Understand that many of those classics are heavy reading, meaning back then they were written to educate and not to entertain. Books nowadays are kind of written to do a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, and yeah, but, but just get, here's the other thing, get on people's podcasts. You can learn so much from podcasts for free now before you pay anyone a dime. So, um, you know, I'm envious of the learning opportunities that are around now. Uh, things like Udemy, um, you know, uh, I mentioned before, Audible, uh, the podcasts and, and stuff. It's, a, it's, a, it's just a learning treasure trove right now with, uh, you know, podcasts like your own, mate, you know, people like me going on and rambling on of, of whatever value I've been. Um, you know, a couple of
0: good lessons and, and we, you know, you don't charge a dime for them. Happy days. I um, uh, really appreciate that, Glenn. I was um, going to ask you, could you uh, tell our listeners how um, your web address and Facebook, where they can reach you on?
1: Yeah, I would say, Mike, that if you're, getting, uh, uh, if you're talking to a marketer and that marketer needs to give you any of that stuff to be found,
0: then yeah. they're not a terribly good marketer. If I just say Glenn Twiddle, they'll find me. Yeah, okay, great. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic thank you glenn really appreciate you uh being on my show and uh i'm sure our listeners got some real valuable content i know i i do every time i listen to you actually so thank you for that oh man my pleasure
1: man it's inspirational for me to see you doing a show like this you walking your talk you know you're getting this out there in the media you're mate, you're putting it on the line because it's not everyone that can do what you're doing mate and uh the people like you but uh you deserve uh all the rewards you get from you doing it mate so it's absolutely my pleasure Bud.
0: Thanks, thanks,
1: Glenn. Next year, man, Schwarzeneggers, oh, you're coming. I want to be coming, but I have to save up for that one. <laughs> there, there you go. Man. So now you're, you're putting it out there. Look what you're doing. You're making yourself accountable to oh, your oh, audience. Oh, guys, oh. Stay on him. Stay oh. on him. Next year, you make sure he goes. All right, guys. Thanks, Mike. Cheers.
0: That was Mike T. Property Secrets Podcast, your source for real estate and success secrets. Tune in next time to hear more great interviews. Don't forget to leave a comment, rate the show, and most importantly, subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Till next time.